Welcome to the Smart Weight Loss Coaching Podcast. I'm Dr. Lisa Olson, a board-certified weight loss medicine specialist and certified life coach. In this podcast, I'll share fresh insights and effective techniques for incorporating mindset, habit change, and proven science into your life. Are you ready to achieve sustainable weight loss, wellness, and longevity? Then let's jump in and lose weight the smart way. Did microwavable frozen meals cause me to gain weight? There is so much more to weight loss than simply calories in versus calories out. One such factor is our exposure to plastics and other chemicals in our environment. These chemicals can disrupt our endocrine system, causing weight gain and other health problems. PFASs, or perfluorinated alkylate substances found in plastics, have been shown to impact metabolism, thyroid hormone function, and glucose, or blood sugar control. They've also been associated with weight gain and the chronic disease of obesity in both kids and adults, as well as heart disease and type 2 diabetes. A study published in February 2023 in the journal Obesity had researchers looking at people's baseline PFAS levels and then enrolled them in a study to look at weight regain after weight loss. So people initially lost weight and then were studied for weight regain. I'll circle back to explain again how plastic exposure relates to this study. In the beginning, everyone lost at least 8% of their weight in the initial phase of the study. Then people were randomized or assigned randomly to various diets to see which was better for weight maintenance and prevention of weight regain. On a side note, of the five diets that were studied, which all focused on protein levels, it was noted that higher protein and lower glycemic index foods were associated with less weight regain. We'll talk about glycemic index in another episode. You can simply think of this as a higher protein and lower sugar diet being best for avoiding regain after weight loss in this particular study. So later, after the diet portion of the study was complete, a data analysis looked at baseline PFAS or plastic levels to see if there was any correlation between the amount of weight regain and these plastic levels. PFASs stay in the body for the long term. You may have heard them called forever chemicals. In fact, we did see that the older people in the study had more PFASs in their bloodstream than the younger people. Those with the highest PFAS levels had the highest risk of regaining the weight that they lost. High PFAS levels were the biggest predictor of weight regain, even more so than those assigned to the least successful weight maintenance diet. These results were most notable in older women who had more lifetime plastic exposures. It was noted that high PFAS or plastic exposure was linked to lower resting metabolic rate, 
In other words, the more plastic you've been exposed to, the slower your metabolism. So here's the good news. There are things we can do to impact our exposure to these forever chemicals. Here are some examples. Certainly, we're just focused on avoiding future exposures. So limit your plastics in water bottles, receipts, which have BPA plastic in them, fast food wrappers have plastic or to-go containers. Don't store your food in plastic at home. Use Pyrex or glass dishes to store leftover food. And if you are using Pyrex, Don't fill it all the way up to the brim so your leftovers are touching the plastic lid. Drink out of glassware or stainless steel water bottles, not plastic cups or bottles, and not plastic-lined paper cups. Use filtered water. Otherwise, regular tap water does have a fair amount of plastic in it. And don't microwave your food in plastic even containers that say they're microwave safe. When I think about all of the years I ate lean cuisine and other foods microwaved in plastic containers, ouch, I feel like that definitely contributed to some of my weight struggles in my younger adulthood. There's no value in dwelling on that previous plastic exposure, of course, but going forward, I'm finding other ways to make quick and convenient lunches that don't involve eating foods warmed up in plastic containers. Here are some less obvious sources of these chemical, forever chemical exposures. These chemicals are in our personal care products like makeup, shampoo, deodorant, nail polish, hair gel, soaps, and lotions. When I think about all the times I fell asleep with my makeup on when I was younger, ooh, I'm never doing that anymore. We also find plastic in the dust on our bookshelves. Are you regularly dusting or vacuuming your bookshelves? (laughs) That's something I'm really going to be on top of. Soup cans are usually lined with some sort of plastic, even soup cans that say no BPA on the label. BPA is a type of plastic that we know disrupts our endocrine system, but typically food products are packaged with some sort of plastic liners. So the soup manufacturers may have gotten rid of BPA, but trust me when I say they've swapped it out for something else. Most food packaging contains plastic. Also watch out for vinyl flooring or even shower curtains that are plastic. Plastic placemats that you rest your arms on, or maybe even set food directly on at times. So let me turn this to you. For your NBA or your next best action today, is there something you can eliminate or reduce from your life to minimize your future exposure to plastic? This might seem small, but here's my NBA after recording today's episode. I've already swapped out my plastic food containers for glass, but I think the next thing on my list is something kind of easy. I'm going to stop using nail polish, except for special occasions when I'm dressing up. I'm no longer going to have colorful toenails for months on end during seasons of the year when no one sees my toes anyway. How about you? What's your NBA? Thanks so much for listening. 
If you'd like more support during your smart weight loss journey, check out our group coaching program at smartweightlosscoaching.com. Until next time, stay well and stay smart.